Now watch me nay nay. Okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. Why me do it? Now watch me whip. Kill it. Watch me nay nay. Okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. Can you do it? Now watch me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, it's me, it's the author, imitated, never duplicated, love to be calculated, king of butter being sensation of innovation, the leader of the iconic nation. It's me, Mikey Bro, here with a man who has all of 30 minutes at, I'm guessing, including upload time, Brian Hughes. Brian, what the f is going on today, brother? What's up, Mikey? It is, it is definitely, it is definitely a manic Tuesday, not a manic Monday, Monday so I think That's we owe it. Right? That's absolutely oh. right. I'm, I'm on the older side, but uh, I think Gary it's would be impressed. Important. I knew that. So absolutely, I think it's important that uh, we give the PBA GMs what they want, which is another podcast leading up to championship um, number nine, I believe. Number nine, yeah, absolutely. Number How are you nine, feeling? Or, or wait, actually, it might be number eight. Uh, <laughs> we need to hire a um, like or like we need to get someone who worked for us for free. What are those people called? Interns. Yes, we need an intern. <laughs> if only we a had a young interns. person in this. Yeah, if only we had a young person in this league with nothing better to do. But that's neither <laughs> <Jacob>. here. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. What I do want to say is congratulations to the Cleveland Spiders who ousted the Montana Mountain Men in seven games, one in the win column for you, and to the Paris Saint Germain who defeated the notorious Kalewin in uh, seven games. Congratulations to me. Now I do want to say. Yo, Paris is just like fucking playing with folks, right? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit. You know, I really, truly thought, you know, with Cologne's offense and just how um, beastly. I mean, both went seven, bro. It was close all the way around. It, it was close, 100%. But I, I get what you're saying. The feel of the game felt like Paris was pretty much always in control. At least that's the way I felt. I, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of um, – you know, nope, but I mean, he took a six to five to lead, dude. I mean, he took a six five lead in he the did. eight, he and did. then Paris is just like, LOL. J we're we're gonna do Paris things. And hey, and guess what happened? You ready? Yep. Chris Luther's arms finally fell the fuck off. Well, I mean, we've talked about it. I mean, you can't. I mean, I haven't added it. I'm up. I'm just saying, I'd be, bro. I'd be willing to. I'd be willing to bet you he probably threw 600 pitches in the postseason, which is kind of insane. <laughs> When you think about, you know, how many how many pitches he threw. Um, yeah, he only threw 52. I mean, he faced 12 batters and 52 pitches. He was like, he walked four. He was getting, and, and by the way, sorry, Mark, I know this is a sensitive subject, but he was getting rocked. And um, I did reach out to local media outlets. His mansion is okay. So there's that. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Mark, Mark pushed it to seven. Um, I don't think there's another team and I'm just being honest here. Um, no disrespect to Vancouver or uh, Kentucky or Tampa Bay. I don't think there's another team that could have pushed Paris to seven games. Um, I mean, Paris is a juggernaut and uh, Cologne did a fantastic job. Fantastic. Um, and like you said, the, the last game was definitely in doubt. It wasn't just like an easy peasy. Run no, of the it middle. was six to five and everyone's like, holy shit and then paris is like jk okay like it's, yeah it's, don't like, worry it's we got this like it's not funny but it's funny it's not funny but if it's you're cologne like, yeah it's not funny if you're cologne <laughs> but it, it's it's funny i mean to add insult to injury walt right. wally ritter gets hurt gets hit by a pitch um 
I mean, well, there's the a lot going on. Here's, huh? the, here's the thing that I found the most interesting about the Cologne Paris series is so Cologne, if you look at the how how Cologne actually got the three Paris was up three to one, just just, yeah. just remind everybody. But if both you games were up three to one, they both won seven. If you look at the way that Cologne won these games, it was literally by scoring a bunch of runs like in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning, right? Like game five, they score like six runs in the the, the like eighth inning. Mm-hmm. Game game nine, they have to score in the ninth top of the ninth inning to win. So it was kind of almost like ironic or fitting, however you want to say it. That in this particular game, Cologne is up, and what does Paris do? They come in the bottom of the eighth and score five runs to basically. They go full on Cologne. It's funny you mentioned before the preview, and we mentioned all year when we've talked that Paris just scores the fucking bunches. Like, yep. cool. Like I'm just gonna put up a seven spot, like because that's what I do. Absolutely. And um, it's kind of funny because Paris went more picket fence approach um, to steal a turn from Gary, which he just kind of spreading a run or two mm-hmm. across multiple innings this series. And Cologne was the one dropping bombs, but at the end of the day, just too much goddamn Paris offense. Um, I mean, the yeah. Nick McDonald got the MVP for this one. Uh, you know, he's going to be around for a while. He's 24, 314, 450, 600, <laughs> 40 homers, 123 RBIs, walked over 125 times, scored, you know, just only, unfortunately, 100 times. And while he did have 160 hits, I mean, only 20 of them were doubles. So, I mean, obviously, Nick McDonald has an area of his game to improve on. Um, did I mention he also plays potential plus-plus uh, defense? But, real quick, I do want to shift over to Cleveland and Montana. Montana was down 3-1, to one, and then Montana, you know, won 7-1, won 6 to nothing, And you're like, all right, here's a Montana team we've been expecting. And then it was a 3-1 game to decide it. Cine, who... There was a mistake early on in the series. I mm-hmm. actually, I mean, here's the thing. You always think, you know, when you're outside looking in, the the team in which something happens to is far more in-depth and in tune with what happens to his team than we are, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a big deal based on what I was scouting, but it was a huge deal to him. He got around it, um, and he's in the World Series. So congratulations yeah. to Kevin. Um, yeah, excellent GMing. Um, you know, all the way and, Yeah, absolutely. Josh, hundred percent. Like yeah, like you've uh, talked about. I mean, this this dude's been, he's been you know the bridesmaid. He's been to the league championship. You know, basically dude, Josh knows five what years he's straight. Doing. He mean, knows yeah, what he's I mean, doing. Literally two. Kevin, teams, Kevin though, off. like like legitimately, um, I may have to go back and and really think hard about changing my GM vote because I think he's had to overcome a lot to get where he's at now versus Paris. He's taken on a juggernaut, obviously, but I don't think anybody gave Cleveland any shot of winning the World Series, the PBA championship this season. And he's went through two really good teams now in Montana and Oakland and proved that he definitely belongs here. Now, sticking with my trend, that is uh, underappreciating, under expectations, whatever you want to say when it comes to to Kevin, I mean, Kevin, if I said I was expecting you to win the World Series, I would just be jinxing you, my dude, and I picked against you every round. So I'm going to continue to do so, and hopefully it will get you a World Series championship as the Cleveland Spiders will be taking on the Paris Saint-Germain in the PBA World Series. Now, let's do the, some real quick math here. Paris was 3-0, their sole series against the Spiders this season. Mm-hmm. Stats, I know you love them. We're going to throw them out the door this time. Three games is a small sample size. Yeah, my too dude. small. Too small. Okay, run scored. 1,006 for Paris. 861. Paris gave up about 100 runs less. Um, Cleveland, I'm not overly familiar with the top 
up uh, his ballpark at the top of my head. I'm quickly looking. I mean, so he has a ballpark that plays to left-handed bats. Guess who has left-handed bats? Paris. Correct. I mean, look it. 87 wins. It's not the best. Not the best matchup for Kevin. I think we can all agree. 22 game win difference. Paris is absolutely blitzing everyone. He's taken out Vancouver. He's taken out Cologne. Two of the arguably best four teams in the league. He now gets Cleveland. Um, we're gonna <laughs> see, man. I said it before the playoffs started, so this is nothing new. I said the World Series would be played in the FRL LCS, and God damn it, Kevin. Well, excuse me, not God damn it, but um, prove me wrong, bro. I mean. I would love to be wrong here. I would love this to be a long series. Um, I'm not going out of my way to pick against you just to pick against you. Like I said, I'm doing it to help you, obviously. I continue to pick against you, and you continue yeah. to win in advance. That, that, that's exactly and, what I've been doing all year. I'm here to motivate you after I said Monta- uh, Milwaukee was won by 10+. plus, And he goes, quote-unquote, thanks for the vote of confidence. Hey, that's what I do. <laughs> well, I, I did pick Cleveland, and uh, I, I did think he'd beat Montana. And, it was uh, close. It was close, but he took care of business. He got me a W, so I appreciate that. Um, in this series, though, um, I, I really do feel like, you know, not to not to sound doom and gloom, but like you just mentioned, I think that the things that Cleveland is good at is, unfortunately, strengths for Paris. Um, and, and that sounds horrible to say that, but I mean, you know, like you mentioned, three games is a, a minute sample size, right? Like, like I'm not, I'm not trying to utilize that as the sample, but I'm just, just take this into kind of into account, right? Right. So in the three games that these two teams played against each other, Paris hit 11 home runs. Like that that's, in, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. 11. Yeah. And Paris, or excuse me, and Cleveland hit two. So, obviously they're going to have to step up. You're going to have to have Paris. You're going to have to have Cleveland pitching step up. My problem is, is that I just think that there's way too many strong left-handed bats in this Paris lineup to, for, for the spiders to, to beat over the course of a seven game series. I'm not saying they can't win one. I'm not saying they can't win two. I just think seven is a lot to win. Four is a lot. Now, what I'm hearing from you right now is he's due. I mean, <laughs> I mean here's the thing. Um, he, I mean, you could make the argument, though, that Kevin's, Kevin's been the underdog in every series he's played. So Paris is on the road in this series. It says Paris is at Cleveland. Right, I'm which Christian, sure already, Christian already brought that up to, to Gary. We'll see what happens with that. I, I brought up in chat. Brian, were, were, were you here when I had when when I played Montana in the LCS yes. in back-to-back yes. years where I got fucked? Yes, I By was. the way, when I say <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it, it really, I, I, I like to give you no, a hard time. I get it, but I do think, you know, like I told you, For I Paris do think especially, it matters. especially, that's a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, well, not only that, but look at the spiders. On the at home, they're fifty-one and thirty. On the road, they're thirty-six and forty-five. It matters to both of them. Trust me. <laughs> it matters less probably to Christian and Paris it's than it does to Cleveland. But if I'm Cleveland, I absolutely want to be at home as many games as possible. It's 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 a ballpark thing too. I mean, I I, mm-hmm. I joke about the Montana stuff, but Montana is such a weird ballpark as is Paris. So it's kind of like if they were two neutral stadiums, as much as you'd like to be home the aggregators would say it's not a huge deal because it's, right. you know, whatever. But, right. but, but, I mean, it's such a unique park. Um, I just – okay. If we're odds makers, right, mm-hmm. Shane Carver is going to have to go full-on Suzuki in this series to, yeah. I mean, prime Suzuki to carry them. I mean, I'm you... talking – he's going to have to hit five home runs plus in this series for Cleveland. I just don't know where the runs are going to come from versus Paris' team in a seven-game series. I mean, Paris is – 
You know, it's it's not like his bullpen isn't taxed. I'm looking, his bullpen's taxed. It's, I mean, whatever, but as is Cleveland's. So I just, Trejo's out for game one. She and Cindy's out for game one. I'm guessing Jordan White probably isn't an option. So are you going Blas? Are you going, like, I just, I'm, I, look at, I'm going to pick Paris and out of respect to Kevin, it's, he won 22 more games than you in the toughest division in the league. So I'm picking Paris, but I really am interested in seeing, and as we've talked a lot online, not just <clears throat> in the podcast, I'm interested in seeing how Cleveland sets up his team. I mean, this may be one of those series how we talked about all playoffs long and all, you know, all this long, all, all season long, you know, you got to kind of look at who you're playing and how you're playing them. And obviously nothing can be more true than saying that in the playoffs. But as you said, what he does good, Paris just does better. If he does it to a seven, Paris does it to a 10. So right. this is kind of like you got to play your game, I think, in this series, much more so than trying to match up with Paris because Paris is going to do Paris things. <sighs> Yeah, and, and, and the problem is... In this instance, is, right? I mean, you get what I'm saying? Ab- absolutely. And the problem is, to use an o- OTP reference, like you were saying, you know, if 0 out of 10, like on a, on a stuff meter, like Paris is an 11. Like, you know, they have those few guys or teams that, that like right. defy, and like you'll be like, whoa, how does he have 85 stuff? Well, that's Paris. Paris right. is legitimately like, legitimately like an all-star at every single position across the board like you could pick any one of their guys from I've obviously through yeah, I'm sorry, every fielding position and you could legitimately make a case for them being an all-star i'm gonna quickly say it i've been you know obviously i've been here since day one um there's been some really good teams there's never been a team as good as this paris team um yeah. they're, and they're young just has which is, which and, is and by the way paris was good last year had many of the same players last year, but now they're just getting into the developmental cycles of, you Absolutely. know, they're not, even their, they're not even their primes yet. So no, next year, the year after that, they're probably going to even be better than they are right now. I think the win total is probably going to be similar at its highest just because your division is so strong, strong, but I mean, <clears> the <throat> players individually in and of themselves, I mean, aside from, uh, aside from old man, Rick Matthews, who, you know, obviously is a stud. Um, I, I just, his team's so young. I mean, I just I don't know. Yeah, Christian has Christian has a, a ton. Of, yeah, Christian has a ton, ton of young guys feel, coming up um, as well. Yeah, but I think does. I think the biggest like to me like to me the biggest the most interesting thing about this series is I so think does, on. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. It's it's cutting in and out. Go for it. I'm listening. No, I was just gonna say I think on paper and I think pretty much everybody would universally agree with this. And this is once again no disrespect to Cleveland, but I think the pitching staff is light years better for Paris. One through four, top to bottom, they're. Better. We did this last podcast. How how many and, guys do you have to take before you get to a member of the Spiders that you take? Correct, and Kenny I think you're. Great. I but, think you're like the, all the way into like the either like the the mid relievers like you've yeah, already dude, went through like, all the starters like you're I'm, I'm, way I'm, down. I've already done it. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, I'm taking the relievers before I'm taking. Right. So and, and I don't even know Liam. You know, Chad Chadaluku. We talked about him a couple times. Mm-hmm. He got fucking roped against Montana, but that's Montana. Montana does that, so it's kind of like whatever. The 23 year old phenom obviously had a had a pretty solid breakout season. You know, nine K per nine. But I mean. He has an 11 and a half ERA in the postseason. It's just one of those things where he's got and he's given up at least a run in every single one of his playoff right. appearances, except for one. He's given up five plus twice against Montana and Oakland, both of great offenses, and Montana's better. He's in a he's a fly ball pitcher. He's a fly ball right. He like look at he's a fly ball right handed pitcher playing. Shouldn't be pitching at home because his park in Cleveland's prone to lefties. 
and he's going to be going to Paris, which is even worse. So your best option out of the bullpen, I would argue you can't even play in the series. I mean, right? Well, here's, here, here's what I will say, because, I, you know, I don't want to be too doom and gloom, but I do want to give kind of factual information. I think Paris definitely has an advantage in this series. The one thing that I really do like for Cleveland... This isn't doom and gloom either, I don't think, my dude. Like, it's, it's no. kind of like we're here telling our opinion. I, I mean, obviously there's, the, obviously there's a way to a victory on both sides. I'm not trying Correct. to say, hey, Kevin, just don't even export. And of course right. not. Of course he fucking has a chance. He beat two really solid teams. I'm just right. saying... We it's didn't not really looking talk good. Up, right. We, <laughs> we didn't really talk up Paris too much the first two rounds either. I mean, no. to the degree we are now because they played a dope-ass Cologne team. And they played a dope-ass Vancouver team. So while there was differences and Paris was better, they were much closer in overall individual talent than they are now. Cleveland went, what, he went seven games this round, right? Yep. The first round, he only went five. So, or six, excuse me, against Oakland. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's played the same amount of games as yep. Paris has. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, 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 I'm so excited to see what Kevin puts out there tomorrow because, I mean, I'm so not – here's- Here's what I have. Here's what I have for Cleveland, right? Yes. Like, if I'm going to make an argument for Cleveland, here's what I like for Cleveland. Number one, I think they have a really good mixture of both starters and relievers that are left-handed pitching, that and helps. and I do think that against specifically Paris, like you have to have strong left-handed pitching, like not just like like okay, I, I have a, a good pitcher. Like you need to have guys that can strike guys out, like limit and reduce the number of at bats, reduce the number of attempts. And I think he has some of those. So same like guys. Adam Stevens. That would be wonderful. Yeah. But he doesn't have him, but I'm saying like he has some guys on his roster, right? Left-handed guys that may not be the quote unquote everyday kind of guy. Like I'm going to say Terry Hotter, like, like this guy may end up being may end up playing a role in the series, right? He's gonna like, have to, dude. Like because, because he has that high strikeout rate. Like I this guy could be a, a factor. Is all I'm I, saying. It's gonna, yeah, man. Because I, as much as I love Chetaluku, he's ice cold. He's he's struggled, you know, and he he just he's. Fly ball pitcher, like I he's just, gonna he's gonna have to match he's gonna have to match up, and all I'm saying is Kevin has the horses to do that. What it's really gonna come down to for me, and you've already mentioned one of the guys, like so hold on, wait. When you say the horses to do it, I just want to reiterate, just 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 get you to reiterate. Horse, like he's a very, how do I say? Because I think you're trying to say he's a very versatile team. He has lots of options that throw at you now against Paris. It may be a little different because Paris is Paris, but like he has options. He has options from the pin, but when I'm referring to horses, I'm about to refer to as offensive weapons because Shane the, Carver, ex, there is no there is no way that he is going to simply outpitch Paris through a seven game series. Like I'm just telling you right now, if we come back and we look at this three days from now and we, we're doing a podcast, I'm 100% confident that we are not going to say, well, you know, uh, Stranger Christian things lost. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't feel like we're going to be saying Christian lost because His Cleveland just points, absolutely yeah. dominated and they couldn't score a run, right? So right. I'm saying that because I'm saying that if you look at his lineup, like everybody immediately focuses shit? on Carver, yeah. right? Who's, who's, who's awesome and amazing, but he's not the only guy that he has. No. Rupert Brown, Freddie Linkletter, like he has some guys that have pop and have played Linkletter's really well. Linkletter's a top well. 10 name for me, by the way. Absolutely. But 
he he has guys in his roster that have pop and absolutely could come up huge in the series. The biggest thing for me is, and and this is the the reason why I'm I'm going to mention this is Does Andre Dawson get some PT this series. Yes, and that's I was actually just going to mention him when you just mentioned him. So the biggest thing for me is Linkletter and Dawson may end up being a difference maker, and I'm going to tell you this this the reason why. If you look at all his other top bats. All his other top bats are left-handed guys. Carver, Brown, uh, Torres, Banyan. Linkletter and Dawson are righties. And I could definitely see – Christian seems to, if you look at look at how the first two series played out, he definitely seems to – yes, he plays his guys, but he also plays, especially with relief pitchers, it seems like he does favor matchups. So I'm just saying you could see if Cleveland is going to be competitive – Dawson and Linkletter to me are going to have to have phenomenal series, like not good series, not no, like no, they're they're going to have to be play out of their minds. The, Four or five home five, runs. Yeah, they're going to have to be two of the top five bats in the entire series. Very yeah, very possible because statistically, I think, I think that you know if 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 I'm you know if I'm Christian, my whole goal essentially is to completely shut down Carver and perhaps Brown because Brown was very hot going into the postseason, but obviously primarily Carter. You're talking about a guy that had almost 50 home runs and 140 RBIs. This is, yeah. You take him out of that lineup, like it's a totally different team. This is the fun part of OHP because if we were playing offline, this is where you just fucking walk Carver every single at-bat. That's cares? what I'm saying. Who, Absolutely. who cares? Just walk him every yeah. at-bat. I don't care if he's got runners on <laughs> second and third. Like, I'm walking him. Like, I, I, load him dude, up. Let's get to the next guy. If I'm up three to nothing, <laughs> the bases are loaded. I might walk him anyways. Like, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, don't even take the chance with the homer. No, I'm saying that. And that's why I'm saying I could see a series in which Carver ends up getting intentionally walked like like what I did to Mickey Mantle, like, like ten times, the, like six, seven, eight times, absolutely. And if that's the case, I don't think that Christian will allow Carver to beat him. So what I'm saying is, if Cleveland's going to be competitive in the series and potentially win, other guys are going to have to step up. The good part about all this is, too, for Cleveland, is that he does have quite a few, you know, switch headers in his lineup. So yeah. I mean, he he's going to be tossing out quite a few guys. It, it's it's unfortunate. But they're all base hit guys. They're all Correct. basic guys. Right, but like Nasir has like a 450 on base. Like so, but he's not going to play versus lefties more than likely. So it's it's just going to be one of those things. There's a lot of versatility in this lineup. You know, it, it works for Cleveland over 162 because you're bringing another pitcher. The batter flips sides. It's a big deal. In this series, Christian's going to give you a steady dose of lefties. So Weatherford, you, you better hit lefties. You know what I mean? You better hit them this series. So well, Solaire's same thing. Yeah, and I think, I think that that's going to be the hardest thing for – Kevin Who's to navigate in? is like Weatherford is not great versus lefties, but like, what do you do? You can't take him out because of how good he is defensively. Correct. So I mean, then it 265, becomes, 364 is not terrible. My no, dear. it's not terrible, but it, when you're playing Paris, you have to be better than not terrible. So let me ask you a question. And we've talked about this before real quick. Then you got to go. You got work. Um, no, wait, you're good. We got time. Steve is here. Okay. 86 plate appearances, 21 games. Sat versus righties, um, or left, yeah, sat versus lefties this year, but he still has a 395 on base. So he, historically, he's been better versus righties than lefties. Sure, he's he's an all-time, about? he's an all-time left, a legend in this league. Um, like you're, I mean, you're really gonna count on like some of these other dudes. Like you're not just gonna play him in the postseason where you know at least like even if he, 
Yeah, like 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 well, like you're not gonna toss him in like just hopefully he draws I, a walk. I mean you gotta I, score I think, you're gonna have to score in bunches. Like it's he's gonna correct. be creative. I think that I think that you absolutely should play Nasir. He's got you know eighty six at bats this year. Even he's if he doesn't get over three hundred, like, uh, he's got he... uh, four hundred on base percentage. Like you said, even if he gets walks, yeah. The bottom line is you're gonna need runners, and you only have like legitimately maybe three guys that you can count on to hit home runs for you. Whereas Paris one through nine is going to hit home runs. He has eight guys. It's nuts. Like Like you have to, like you said, you have to try to set up your table setters, if you will, your guys like Carver and Brown, like every time these guys come up, you don't want them. You will lose the series. Even if Brown or Carver or link letter five home runs, if they're all solo shots. And here's the guys on here's the thing also like Carver obviously hits the lefties a little bit, which is fine, but this is where I'm always fucking, I always say, and, and this is just totally just my opinion. Um, actually it's fact. It's fact. Um, fake news. No, but like Carver hits lefties, right? 329, 356. He yep. may still have a decent average versus lefties. I'm expecting the on base and the average to be like 40, 50 points lower though in this series. Like I really think dominant lefties more so than dominant righties on righties for whatever mm-hmm. reason in the game. Like these, you got to understand these are year over year statistics, which are fucking super valuable, right? 162. Mm-hmm. But when you're playing in the world series against teams that are considerably better, I don't give a shit how good your left-handed bat is against lefties. Like, Carver's the exception to the rule, probably, because he's crazy. But, like, for the most part, these guys who are playing versus the other hand, like, they have a preferred preference to hit the right hand or the left-handed bat, right? Like Weatherford, right? So Weatherford's solid enough versus lefties this year. That 265, 364, if he gets that, I'm fucking doing backflips because it's probably, like, 220, and against this Paris right. pitching staff. So it's his best option, and I, I, I just always bring this up when I, when, when I, when I talk to people because I'm like, that's true, 100%. I mean, to be honest, if I'm him, I'm probably playing Bill Ware over, over Weatherford, but that's just me um, because his prone to striking out is considerably less. I, I just – I don't know. He's going to have uh, – like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find well, a way for him to get guys on base here. Against, here's against, here's against, my biggest concern, right? Like, here's yeah. my biggest concern if we're just being – you know. I mean, I'm rooting for Cleveland. I'm, I'm, a, not lie I'm here. a stats – you know, we've talked about this a hundred times. I'm a stats guy. But if you look at the ERAs of, you know, granted, small sample size. We've already talked about three games. Yeah, but I want to know, like, how are you going to do against the actual people you're playing against? And I can tell you, like, it's not good. In seven innings, <laughs> Win has wow. 10 strikeouts, like a one two three, like a 123 ERA. Like, there is only one Paris starter that had an ERA over three. Like, you go to the flip side, and it's So he's different. pretty good, you're saying? Yeah. So, like you said, I do think that there is a huge difference, right? Like, the average lefty versus an elite lefty, yeah. I, there is a there is a difference, and the problem is is that when you look at Paris, they have talking... legitimately two, three, probably you, you can make an argument. All four of their guys are like legitimately elite lefties. Well, and then his bullpen, it's not like I, I just fuck like I don't know Christian. We've been friends for a long time. I'm rooting for everybody here, but I'm definitely rooting for Cleveland. He's from my conference. I would love to see him win. Love to see Kevin win. Kevin, I would love to see you win. 
and I'm doing my jinx thing. I just don't see it, but like, I it's has, gonna, it's, has Paris won? Has Paris won a championship yet? Because I know they keep getting there, but have they actually yeah, won? Yeah, he, he he's won. Yeah. Okay. And and here's the thing, so <laughs> he goes Chin Webb Correa, right? Just just theoretically, like mm-hmm. you can even throw Lozano and like out of the freaking bullpen in this series, like get him multiple games, like. The amount of options Paris has to shut down the le- the, the 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 left-handed lineup for Cleveland is just I think it's just and then Bolin and then hit, like it's just it's really gonna be tough sledding, dude. Like I'm so interested to see, so interested to see how Cleveland attacks this. It's gonna be the one series I think of the postseason that you could really dig into at the end, and it's funny that it's the World Series and see exactly what they did, what worked, and what didn't, and it might not. It, it could just end up being well put. Paris, like, like, like he's really good. Like, I, I'm just so confident. Like, third, first, second, first, ninth, twelfth, twelfth, fifth, fifth, second, ninth, eighth. Like, it just good luck. He's so you're good. saying he's pretty good. He has a couple of solid players with a nice supporting cast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I'm definitely rooting for Cleveland, buddy. Some, but I, but but I am officially going I, to in five yeah. gentlemen sweep here. Yeah, I. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Same thing. I'm gonna go Paris in five. Like I, I legitimately came on here thinking Paris in four. Right. But I think that some way somehow Kevin will figure out a way to get a game. I just I like I look at this bullpen. I look at the rotation and I look at the lineup and like I can't help but think of like like 1986 hockey. Like we you know, haven't even USSR talked about his versus yet. yeah USSR versus you know, the United States and like what a monumental upset that would be like, this would right. be like on that scale. Like, I do not believe what I just saw. I will say it on the podcast if he wins. And you know what, dude, yeah. like we, we, we haven't even talked about Paris's lineup. Like honestly, no, I mean like legitimately he has, I know they didn't all hit this, but number one, they're kids, right. but like he has legitimately like seven guys that are 30 home run guys, like legitimately right. 30 home run guys. And due to playing time or the fact that like some of these kids are like 22, they haven't hit that power spike yet. But I mean, you got a 22 year old that's hitting 23, 24 bombs. You're like, okay, right. great. In three, four years, this kid's gonna hit 35 home runs. Right, and hits, <laughs> and 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 we forget. Um, not only do they hit, but he has McDonald, Knight, and Matthews all with like, and even Reigns Senior, if you want to get into it, all with like 80 plus I, and they just they all walk and they don't strike out and. The guys right. who don't have as good as I, like, they are all in 85-plus I, so they don't strike out. Like, He's going to get guys on base when yeah. McDonald – exactly what we told Kevin to just do. When yeah. Orlovsky and McDonald and Garcia come up, he's going to have guys on base. That's the right. way he's built. And he has guys that are hot as shit right now too, which is Absolutely. not good. He has a couple. All right, bud. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and end it right now. you got to get out to work. I need you to give me the file before 5 o'clock so I can post Absolutely. edit. But, um, so we're going both Paris and 5, I think. Gentlemen sweep here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's where we're going. And then uh, I, I do have some future ideas. Mark, we will get to uh, your mailbag question. I'm going to get some other mailbag questions from the GM. So Ooh, I like as that sound of mailbag the, questions. As we hit the off season, me and Michael discussed those questions. Plus, yeah, we talked on, about though. trying to get. Some I want to ask you the questions. So send me the questions so I can ask Brian the questions. Why would we do that? I want, what if we want Mike's answer? You're unfiltered. No, let's be honest. Nobody wants Mike's answer. <laughs> I think they do because because you'll say the answer and then later regret saying the answer and be like, "Wow, I shouldn't have said that." <laughs> you'll definitely get an honest uh, and immediate reaction from me. I don't. That's right. 
think before I speak. That's true. Right, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely do that. All right, guys, that's all the time we have. But we'll we'll, we'll have another podcast up here uh, after the probably, World Series. Yeah, after the World Series, man. It was good talking to you. All right, bye, bye. see you later. later.